If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. The first known case of the Omicron coronavirus variant has been detected in the U.S. just days after its rapid spread in South Africa, prompting worldwide concern. The California and San Francisco Departments of Public Health confirmed that a recent case of COVID-19 among one individual right here in California was caused by Omicron. Person was a traveler who returned from South Africa on November 22nd and was fully vaccinated. The person has mild symptoms. They are improving and they are quarantining right now as we speak. Well, I hope they're okay. Um, So it looks like we're just going to keep learning more about this as time goes on, but everyone just be safe out there. Well, Burger King doesn't know the meaning of inflation, apparently, because today and Saturday, you can grab a Whopper for only 37 cents. Dang. What? Yeah. Yeah. I know what I'm eating for dinner tonight. (laughs) Well, uh, Burger King is offering the throwback, what they're calling the throwback price to its Royal Perks members who order through the Burger Chain's app, which this 37 cents was actually the original price of the Whopper when it debuted back in 1957. With these programs, you always have to download the app and become a rewards member and all that (laughs) stuff. And that's a little frustrating for me, but I'll do it for a 37 cent Whopper. I mean, think about this. It's called Royal Perks Uh, member. And that's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool thing to call yourself. So go download the Burger King app today. Blake Shelton released his deluxe album Body Language today, which features four new songs, including collaborations with Brooks and Dunn and Hardy. So the new album features We Can Reach the Stars, and that's the song that Blake Shelton sang to Gwen Stefani at their wedding with lots of tears in his eyes. I know we can reach the stars. Again, Blake Shelton's Body Language Deluxe is sold and streamed wherever you get music. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Where do you hide your Christmas gifts? The most popular hiding spots have officially been revealed. At number three, it's the coat closet, which is great. (laughs) At number two, the spare room. Don't have one of those. So we're going to move on to number one. We're going to move on to number one, which uh, is the bedroom closet. The number one (laughs) hiding place for Christmas gifts. If you have a spare room. Oh, good for you. (laughs) What, did you just have that available? Yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I'm just playing. But where's a great hiding spot? Give us a call right now. Matthew Santa Rosa. My mom brought her Christmas present for all of us kids to her work every year. And she ended up folding them there because she had a big, like a big table. Yeah. She always did it that way. Like she'd bring them home like the night before. They'd wrap them that night. But she'd always wrap wrap some of them while she was there at work. Yeah. Pretty dang smart. That's smart. (laughs) (laughs) Amber, where is a secret hiding spot that you have or someone you know? Uh, I gotta go with the coat closet. Yeah. Because here, well, first of all, here in Sonoma County, it doesn't really get that cold. It's kind of chilly right now. And another thing, my fiance puts his coats on the coat rack. He doesn't put them in the coat closet. <laughs> <laughs> and the coat rack's about to fall over, by the way. Yeah. Because he puts so many coats on there. <laughs> so I like if I get a package, I immediately put it in there if he's home. 
And I'm like, don't look! Don't you dare look. And then when he's not home, I wrap it. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, it's very important to not put your Christmas or holiday gifts in the same spot every single year. And I'll tell you where a bad spot is right now. The trunk of your car. So my parents did that every single year. And Amber, can you guess who forgot their coat every day of the month in December? Yeah. <laughs> Me. <laughs> wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. Someone on Reddit asked if they were in the wrong for not giving up their seat on a public bus for a pregnant person. So this question that he asked has been going viral. Everyone on the internet is talking about it. And this man said on Reddit that he didn't give up his seat to the pregnant woman because, quote, it wasn't his fault other people choose to breed. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you joking me right now? And apparently his he asked his family if he did the right thing. His family's like, no, you absolutely did the wrong thing. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. If, my, if I did this, my grandfather would roll over in his grave. That is not how I was raised, and I'm shocked that other people think that's okay. It's pretty shocking, especially... That last little bit, it's not his fault. People chose to breathe. Like, what is that? What is wrong with this person? Well, we want to hear from you. What are your thoughts on this? Would you give your bus seat up for a pregnant woman? Give us a call right now at 636-1467. It's Pete from Petaluma, the entitled person from the bus. (laughs) What? Not the entitled person from the bus. Are you talking about the guy or the pregnant woman? I'm talking about the woman. You think she you know. she's acting entitled? Yeah. She's pregnant, Pete. <laughs> I'm like a first-come, first-served basis, you know, so it's like, you know, I mean, just because she's a breeder doesn't mean that, you know, some person who is there first needs to uh, give up his seat. Interesting perspective, Pete. Good morning. This is Rich over in Runner Burke. Now, you're talking about this guy on the bus. Yeah, this guy just wasn't raised right. Yeah, I don't care if it's a woman, child, elderly, pregnant or not. You give up your seat, period. Just wasn't raised right. Woman, child, pregnant, elderly, anybody. As a man, you give up your seat. If there's not an open seat, you give up your seat, period. Uh, John in uh, Hillsburg. And there's one more category that you would uh, give up your seat for. A hot chick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah. would you would you give your seat up for a pregnant woman? I definitely would. Okay. A true gentleman. That's what I'm talking about. But that's right. <laughs> also, if she's uh, hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Before the show started, I was going to make a trip over to the gas station uh, to get an energy drink. And I asked Amber, Amber, is there anything you want from the gas station? To which you said, yeah, I want a Red Bull. Yeah. But then you did something that completely shocked me. You handed me cash. (laughs) Why is that shocking? I don't spend cash on anything and I was like what do I even do with this yeah I handed you a $20 bill and the look on your face it was like a mix between happiness and shock but it was like almost handing a kid candy you were like you mean I can take this to the gas station with me you mean I can take this piece of paper 
and return it and exchange it for an energy drink and I'll get other pieces of paper back. And then you were so confused. You were like, wouldn't it just be easier for you to Venmo me? And I was like, no, just take the cash, buy yourself something as well and bring me back change. And you were just like, how do I? Yeah. What? (laughs) I don't know what to do. I was so genuinely confused because I don't handle cash at all. I actually get (laughs) nervous anytime I have cash on me. So that $20 bill that you handed me, I could feel the anxiety in my right pocket and then i have to deal with change and all that stuff i don't want to do that well then you venmoed then you venmoed me anyway and i was like don't do that that's what the cash was for it was treat yourself day like go get red bull for friday i don't know i just don't like to carry cash i honestly amber do not remember the last time i carried cash i'll keep change for the vending machine at work Oh, okay priorities right yeah exactly but when it comes to cash no no way jose uh, well, I was always taught to carry cash, cash as an emergency. My parents were like, always have an emergency $20 bill on you, no matter where it is. If it's in your wallet, like your hiding places in your home, your car, whatever. Like, always have cash as an emergency. Because, yeah. you know, if for example, like... Your card can get stolen. The information can get stolen. See, your bank can shut it down. I've thought about that before. Like, having my card stolen i have all of my cards on apple pay on my phone so if i got my phone i'm good to go well i mean what if you drop your phone in the toilet what if you what if it gets stolen what if you lose it i mean gosh there's so many things that can happen and what if you need to get gas these are a 20 dollar bill in your wallet you're good these are a lot of what if questions (laughs) and my sixth grade teacher would tell me there's no point of what if questions yes you know if all those things happen to me i'd be like you know what maybe i don't need that dr pepper well my dad's in my head right now and he's like always be prepared Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9 the show that's much like a morning show roughly speaking it's wine o'clock somewhere so pour yourself a glass it's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9 So Alec Baldwin's ABC interview actually aired last night and Alec explained how the gun supposedly went off that killed Helena Hutchins on the set of Rust, even though he supposedly didn't pull the trigger. Now, he said, quote, we were marking rehearsal. I'm getting guided through how they want me to hold the angle of the gun. I draw the gun out. The gun wasn't meant to be fired in that angle said I pulled the hammer as far back as I could without cocking the gun. You know, I've done thousands of interviews in the last 20 years at ABC. This was the most intense I've ever experienced. Well, she was someone who was loved by everyone who worked with and liked by everyone who worked with and admired. I mean, even now, I find it hard to believe that. It just doesn't seem seem real to me. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. The trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. How did a real bullet get on I, that set? I have no idea. Someone put a live bullet in a gun, a bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. So he said the notion that there was a live round in that gun did not dawn on him until 45 minutes to an hour later. But Alex's statement is already being met with skepticism. Uh, the A movie armor who's done more than 30 years in the business who, you know, controls like the weapons and things like that on sets of movies was asked that the chance of Alex statement being true 
On a scale of one to ten, he said zero. He said, you know, guns don't go up by themselves. It's an inanimate object. It has no batteries. It's a very reliable device that shoots when you press the trigger. It doesn't shoot when you don't press the trigger. Despite all of this, I'm so surprised that ABC did this interview with Alec when, you know, the family is still trying to grieve right now. I feel like all of the details aren't in place right now. I certainly feel like this is more of an apology tour than anything. But John from Sebastopol says, why does he feel the need to clear his name on this platform? Sounds like it was possibly a negligent error, but still unintentional. Greg from Guerneville sent a message and said, why is GMA doing interviews prior to the investigation concluding, which is a great point. He said there could be potential charges against him. You were tampering with any potential jurors and you need to be charged for jury tampering. A lot of interesting perspectives, great comments coming in on our Facebook page. But if you have anything you'd like to add, give us a call right now, 636-1-HOP. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now, 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. From Froggy 92.9, this is the Froggy Secret Sound. For $500 and tickets to Country Summer, what is that sound? 707-636-1467 is the number to call. And we have caller number nine on hold right now. Michael from Santa Rosa, what is your guess for the secret sound? I believe it's crumbling paper. Oh, I'm so sorry, Michael. That was a great guess, but it is not correct. Oh, Amber! I'm sorry. (laughs) But we're not sending you home with nothing. You will receive right now five free car washes from Splash Express Car Wash. Awesome. Thank you. Your next chance is at 1.20 and 3 p.m. today. You're going to Splash Express Car Wash, thanks to which morning show? Uh, Amber and Taylor, always. 92.9 Froggy. Listen to Froggy 92.9 weekdays at 720, 120, and 320 to hear the Froggy secret sound again. And for your chance to call in and be the first to correctly guess it and win $500 plus country summer tickets. You'll also get a five-pack of free car washes at Splash Express Car Wash just for making a guess from Froggy 92.9. I've been talking about how I've been buying all these things for my fiance for Christmas, having to return them. It's been quite the saga, wouldn't you say, Tanner? Absolutely. He needs to stop buying stuff. Well, he confronted me recently about my side of the story. He was like, you haven't even told me a single thing that you want this year for Christmas. And I haven't said anything because it seems crazy to ask for what I really want. And what I really want is a million dollars in a house. That's easy. You can put that in uh, some (laughs) gift wrap and some bubble tape. I can't be like, buy me a house (laughs) and another dog. No, Uh, but I finally figured it out. I was getting my nails done yesterday and um, uh, my nail tech said, you know, you should you should go get a facial. I got one recently and I really like it. I was like, that's such a great idea. I really want to like get a facial and pamper myself. So like. I've never done that before, so where, where can That's, I go, Tanner? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't go around getting facials ever. Oh, well, uh, I was under the impression that you did. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't. I've never <laughs> have. Uh, but I know our friends <laughs> at Artemedica. You know, I've got my armpit surgery there. You've done some work with them. Uh, I, I think they do facials, so that would be my recommendation. Okay, to clarify, Tanner got mirror dry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
armpit surgery. I think it's funny we call it that. Well, yeah, that's what it is. They remove my sweat glands and all okay. that stuff. It, it is armpit surgery. But they've got like an array of things they do there at Artemedica. Yeah. So facial would be one of them. Well, we asked what are some great places here in Sonoma County to get a facial, maybe pamper myself for a day. And we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Mina from Santa Rosa said, Apotheca Day Spa and Salon in Santa Rosa. The owner, Amelia, is extremely nice and professional, and I felt very comfortable during our appointments and so relaxed afterwards. See, relax. You could get a facial, Tanner. I don't want one. No one would I'm judge good. you. <laughs> uh, Danielle from Roanoke Park says, go see Haley at Slash Studio in Santa Rosa. She's helped me clear up my skin as well as to fade a lot of redness on my cheeks and jawline. And Sherry from Katati says, go to Me Spa in Montgomery Village. I just started a series of hydrofacials with Lucia. Awesome. Great. Okay. What's a hydrofacial? I have no idea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's time for Battle of the Classics, Christmas edition. You can only watch one holiday special. Which one do you pick? Do you pick Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, A Charlie Brown Christmas, or How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Amber, what's your pick? I think I'm going to have to go with A Charlie Brown Christmas. Christmas I mean, it's one of the best half hours of television ever created. I mean, I love Charlie (laughs) Brown uh, so much, especially since living here in Sonoma County. It's... You I, have to watch it every year. Yeah, it's like a, it's like I don't know. It's just the jazz score, the little minimalist animation, the like melancholy tone of a Charlie Brown Christmas. It's, it's just, just funny and great. It's, it's just warm. It's, yeah, it, it's one of those movies. This is what Christmas is all about. But I'm gonna have to disagree with you, Amber. Okay. I'm gonna go with how the Grinch stole Christmas. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. I grew up watching How the Grinch Stole Christmas every single year. The classic one is definitely close to my heart, and it played on December 23rd every single year, and I'd watch it in my grandparents' house. I love the original, but I do like the Jim Carrey version more. Yeah, that one's so funny. It's so good. <laughs> He's incredible in that movie. Like, I don't yeah. know how he didn't win like a million awards for it. So, we reach out to Sonoma County. You can only watch one holiday special. Which one? The Grinch, Rudolph, or Charlie Brown? Here's what you said. Looks like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had it l- had the least with eight votes. And then Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yep, that was at eight. Then A Charlie Brown Christmas had nine votes. So, it was pretty close. Uh, it looks like your favorite, Tanner, How the Grinch Stole Christmas is a w- winner. 14 votes on that one. Dang. Well, t- <laughs> tell us your favorite Christmas movie of all time right now. 636, one up. Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. What I'm about to tell you is absolutely disgusting, but uh, we're going to tell you about it anyway. Heinz is celebrating the holidays. By releasing oh, a limited edition mayo flavored called chocolate orange mayo. Ugh. <laughs> chocolate orange mayo are you, like those uh, chocolate orange balls that we get for the holidays. So yes, the mayo is infused with orange oils, chocolate cream, and chocolate orange segments. 
Why do you even put that on? I don't know. I I know that chocolate oranges are indeed a thing around the holidays, but I'm just trying to figure out if there's any reason at all that we need to incorporate it into mayonnaise. It almost sounds like it should be a butter. (laughs) But mayonnaise? You can't exactly put that on a turkey sandwich. It makes me really nauseous thinking about (laughs) it. And I mean, I wonder if there's any mayo flavor in it at all or if it's just like a chocolate orange sauce. I hope it's a chocolate orange sauce. That's why I'm crossing my fingers on because if it's a chocolate orange sauce, I will be all over that. It says it's mayo. And, you know, don't you... Don't you put like mayo chup on things, Tanner? Or yeah, all what the time. Is barbecue mayo. They, like Heinz has created all sort of weird combinations. Yeah, I do mayo chup. I actually buy, I don't mix them together. I buy the container that has both of them together. But I mean, this is a pretty weird holiday combination. Even weirder than your weird com- holiday combination, Tanner. Oh, it's not that weird. It, I mean, when you when you first revealed it to me, it seemed pretty weird. What What is this weird food holiday combination that you do, Tanner? So you get a glass. 75% of that glass is eggnog. And then 25% is 7-Up. I am telling you, it is absolutely delicious. And anybody that has tried it, except for my girlfriend, loves it. I don't even know where this came from. Uh, it was just something my family did <laughs> growing up. Uh, Somebody was just like, this might taste good together. Honestly, <laughs> my dad was probably drunk and just mixed the two things and probably created a uh, Christmas miracle. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, basically what I'm finding out is that people are weird, uh, especially Beth from Sebastopol, who's on the phone right now. Beth. You shared with this me early with, with blah, you shared with wait you shared <laughs> this with me earlier sorry Beth but I want you to tell Tanner about that weird holiday food combo we were talking about I mix my apple pie with my mashed potatoes oh your piece of your pie and you stick it on your fork and no, then no, no, you no, grab no. a dollop of mashed potatoes and you shove it in <laughs> your your potatoes are salty and you got that sweet hot oh. apple pie yeah and you just your mouth is just, it's so gooey and yummy. Ew. And especially if there's cheese in there with bacon bits and <laughs> a little touch of ranch. And you got that apple. Man. <laughs> sorry, Tanner. <laughs> you know I hate mashed potatoes. Beth, I am so sorry. That is my personal nightmare. <laughs> the only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Yep, it's time for the Amber Showdown. Can you rip Amber off of her throne? Let's find out. Stacy from Petaluma, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I hope so. <laughs> this is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, Stacy will bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. You want to talk to back to Amber for a half a point bonus? Um, yeah, sure. You're going to go down. <laughs> <laughs> half a point bonus. <laughs> I'm not the best snack talker. I'm sorry. Hey, you did pretty you did pretty dang well. Here's question number one. American Idol is going to premiere on February 27th on ABC. Which country star is one of the judges on American Idol? Um, is it Blake Shelton? What was that one more time? Blake Shelton? That is incorrect. Here's question number two. 47% of people say Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Who stars in the movie Die Hard? Bruce Willis. That is correct. Here's question number three. Dairy Queen is celebrating the holidays by bringing back their candy cane blizzard. 
There is one Dairy Queen in Santa Rosa. Where is it located? Santa Rosa Avenue. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, the mall. That is correct. Here's question number four. According to sources, Kelly Clarkson is trying to date. Kelly Clarkson performed a duet with Jason Aldean. Name that song. Oh, uh... Okay, I'll give you next, and here's question number five. Dustin Lynch says that he feels blessed to do what he does for a living. He recently told the world who his first crush was. Was it A, Faith Hill, B, Reba, or C, Trisha Yearwood? Faith Hill. That is incorrect. Gonna bring Amber back in. Amber Stacy from Petaluma, she got two out of five. Are they hard today, Stacy? Apparently for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe also for me, too. <laughs> Here's question number one. American Idol is going to premiere on February 27th on ABC. Which country star is one of the judges on American Idol? Luke Bryan. That is correct. Stacy got that incorrect. So, Amber, you're up one to zero. Question number two, 47% of people say Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Who stars in the movie Die Hard? Bruce Willis. That is correct. Stacy from Penluma also got that correct. Amber, you're up two to one. Question number three, Dairy Queen is celebrating the holidays by bringing back their candy cane blizzard. There is one Dairy Queen in Santa Rosa. Where is it located? Uh, it's in Santa Rosa Plaza. That is correct. Stacy also got that correct. Amber, you're up three to two. Question number four. According to sources, Kelly Clarkson is trying to date. Kelly Clarkson performed a duet with Jason Aldean. Name that song. 2010. Can't remember the name. Um, something about whiskey, I'm sure. That is not correct. <laughs> I was looking for Don't You Wanna Stay. Oh, yeah. Don't you want to stay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stacy also got that incorrect. The score is still three to two. And here's question number five. Dustin Lynch says that he feels blessed to do what he does for a living. He recently told the world who his first crush was. Can you identify who it was? A, Faith Hill. B, Reba. Or C, Trisha Yearwood. <laughs> I'm going to go with Reba. That is correct. Oh, yeah. Stacy got that incorrect. <laughs> the final score is four to two. Stacy from Petaluma, so sorry you're not the champion of the Amber Showdown today. All right. That's all right. <laughs> it is all right because just for playing, you've won a pair of tickets to see Morgan Wallen. Thank you. He's bringing his dangerous tour to the Shoreline Amphitheater. And Stacy, you did lose. You still got to say the phrase. I'm a loser. I'm not smarter than Amber. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see Morgan Wallen Thanks to which morning show? With Amber and Tanner Froggy 92.9 And it's a great day to be alive if you're new to the show, every Friday we do this thing called Great Day to Be Alive Friday And it's basically us just airing out our grievances for the week And uh, we're just getting baptized for the weekend to the what? Sweet, sweet <laughs> Luscious sounds of Mr. <laughs> Travis Tritt. And it's a great day to be alive. All right, get us started, Tanner. I ordered a pair of shoes from Amazon. Instead, uh, I ordered something very, very wrong. Instead of ordering a size 12 in men's like I normally do, I actually ordered a pair of women's in size 12. But it's okay, because... And it's a great day. 
You sure you can't fit in a women's size 12? I'm positive. <laughs> if, if anybody's got a size 12 in women's, I got your back. I think you fake it. I think you're actually a size 12 in women's. <laughs> you say you're a size 12 in men's. Just kidding. Uh, so I was pretty happy and proud of how long uh, my fingernails have gotten. Um, they're, they're all grown out. They're beautiful. And then on Wednesday, I was doing laundry. And I broke one. Oh, no. It's a sad moment. Well, which one is it? It was this one. Oh, man. Rest in peace. Thanks. <laughs> I parked my car on the street by my apartment on Wednesday. And when I came back, I realized someone hit my bumper. And guess what? They didn't even leave a note. And it's a great day to be alive. This happens to me all the time. People are hitting my car 24-7. I also realized I just said this one, this finger, and I didn't tell you that's listening what finger it is. It's my pointer <laughs> finger on my left hand, in case anyone really, really wants to know. All right. I had to return several gifts, several gifts I got for my fiance for Christmas because he had already bought them for myself this week, himself. This and week. it's a great day to be I'm giving up. <laughs> I, went, I can't do this. I went to turn on the heat in my apartment the other night, and it turns out I actually don't have a heater for my apartment at all. Oh my! And it's a great day to be alive. I have AC but no heat, because that makes sense. <sighs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> it's okay. We're gonna have to get you a little heat and blanket. Yeah. Uh, well. We went to the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas tree grove yesterday. I was running late, which was a terrible idea because I didn't realize there wouldn't be any parking in the town of Windsor ever. And it's a great day to be alive. There was zero parking. I had to walk 10 minutes, 10 whole minutes to the Christmas tree grove last night. This with Amber and Tanner. Good morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9.